Welcome to Fortinet Live, everyone. I'm Rob Rashad, Vice President of Fortinet Training Institute and Global Field Enablement uh, here at Fortinet. And today I have Tom Marsland joining me to discuss opportunities uh, in cyber for veterans. Tom is the uh, chairman of the board at VetSec Inc. And he's also an advisory council member for the Fortinet Veterans Program. Good to join us today, Tom. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Rob. Pleasure to be here. So, you know, as, as part of our uh, you know, combined mission to, to close the cybersecurity skills gap, uh, you know, the, you're obviously very familiar with uh, the Fortinet Training Institute Veterans Program. But for those that are, that are not that are joining us today, uh, you know, the, the program is designed to help facilitate military service uh, members, uh, veterans, uh, military spouses transitioning uh, into the cybersecurity field. Uh, you know, with, with Veterans Day having just passed, we want to take the opportunity to have a bit of a conversation to highlight our appreciation for, for the veterans community and also to, to spotlight the role that veterans can play in helping to close the cybersecurity skills gap. We all know that's a, a pretty critical initiative. Uh, so to start into the conversation, uh, Tom, uh, maybe you could share a little bit more about uh, your military experience, uh, you know, how you ended up at, at VETSEC and then a little bit about the organization as well and, and what VETSEC does. Absolutely, thanks Rob. Yeah, I, I joined the US Navy back in August of 2001 and spent 22 years in the military. I retired uh, just back in May of this year. Um, I was in the Navy's nuclear power program working on submarines and I had the, the fortunate uh, happenstance to work in IT as kind of a collateral duty in a few places. I managed a help desk while I was in the military I was the IT director for a small organization and helped with some governance, risk and compliance roles on some of my shore duties. Uh, and through the time enlisted in the military, um, just became very interested in the cyber and IT field, kind of the, the mission mindset of defensive networks and, and defensive, you know, those, those areas of critical infrastructure and things like that, especially working along the lines of nuclear power. And so as I was winding down my career in the Navy, back in the beginning of 2020, I started kind of researching and building a timeline for the things I needed to do to make my, my retirement successful and my transition to a civilian career. And I came across VETSEC. Um, VETSEC's a 501c3 nonprofit. As of now, we've been running for about five years, all volunteer. Um, my, my day job is the VP of technology for a company called CloudRange Cyber, but in my volunteer time, I, I work here at VetSec. And the goal of the nonprofit, simply put, is to help veterans find meaningful employment in cybersecurity. Um, we take a very community-based approach, facilitating mentorship within the group. Uh, the group today has about 6,600 members, all veterans who are either still working on their transition into the IT and cybersecurity field or those who have already successfully transitioned. And they're giving back their time to mentor military members on things like resumes, interview tips, obviously the, the technical aspects of IT and cyber and other uh, kind of soft, soft uh, topics like your VA benefits. Um, we provide some mental health resources and things like that. And we also work to partner with training providers like Fortinet and the, the Fortinet Training Institute to provide low and no cost training to our members and really kind of help them, I would say, filter out the noise of all the different training providers that are out there, point them in the direction of quality ones and help them understand the industry and a path towards finding that role in cybersecurity. 
Yeah, so your your transition has has been fairly recent, so I, I, everything's still fresh in your mind, I'm I'm sure. You know, what it'd be great to hear a little bit about what you found is as some of the most uh, uh, some of the biggest challenges uh, in that transition from a military role into a civilian role, and that obviously uh, within your your volunteer time, what are you hearing from others as well in terms of what are they facing? Uh, there's obviously a lot of challenges, but what what are the top top challenges that you're, that you're hearing about and that you faced uh, as well? Absolutely. Um, you know, first, uh, I wouldn't have the job that I have today without the community that that I was able to locate within VetSec. Um, probably the biggest challenge that I faced was figuring out how to take the skill set that I learned in the military and translate that onto a resume. Having joined the military at the age of 17 um, and now being 40, you know, I had never really interviewed for a job before, never really written a resume before. And here I am, you know, uh, 40 years old, transitioning out of the military, have a, a large family, you know, and, and all the concerns that come with uh, being a provider for the family and how to help them. Um, veterans, you know, possess a lot of different skills that um, they can they can do and that can make them very successful in cybersecurity. But translating and navigating that job employment process can be really tricky. Um, how to professionally network is probably the other biggest point that I hear from our membership. Um, you know, the 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 network of LinkedIn and and how to kind of broadcast yourself and talk about yourself a little bit more there. Um, and finally, interviewing, which kind of goes back to my first point, you know, that there are so many things that transitioning service members are doing in those last six months from filing your VA disability claims, if you are, your military separation processing, moving, and just the fact of leaving that lifestyle that you've kind of grown up in behind and moving into this Kind of new and scary world for a lot of people. Yeah, so there's obviously obviously a lot to consider, and it sounds like you know the transition starts well before you're actually moving into a new role. A lot a lot of things to consider. Certainly, the the thing that I, I probably hear a lot about uh, more than anything else is just that you know that that translating the skill sets. You know, there's uh, uh, we we talk all the time about the. The, the the skills in terms of situational awareness and and being able to understand you know critical uh, critical incidents and, and so on so there's a lot of transferable skills and I think uh, you know military veterans should not undersell themselves when they're when they're really trying to articulate that in a resume so you know looking at the cybersecurity field in general uh, as as people are transitioning what would you say is is uh, you know, interesting about this field and, and why should veterans look at this as an opportunity? Oh, absolutely. Wonderful question. Um, you know, as I moved different places in the military, I never really had the same job twice. I was moving up in rank. I was, you know, still in the same general field, but I was either in charge of more people or at a different command at a slightly different mission. And, and I was doing things differently. But the underlying aspect of it was was national security and, and defense of our country. Um, in cybersecurity, you know, just as military members work to defend their countries, they can also defend organizations, defend things like critical infrastructure. Like you said, they have that situational awareness, um, high level of attention to detail, and the ability to learn different skills relatively rapidly. We're never in more than, you know, a single place for more than a few years typically. 
a lot of experience working with cross-functional teams. Again, going back to that kind of mission-oriented mindset. And many people in the military, you know, have very highly technical backgrounds and have that ability to skill up quickly. The thing I appreciate most about working at my day job at CloudRange is that I'm, I'm really never doing the same thing twice. You know, I'm, I'm constantly learning. And for, for my personality, uh, that's something that I just enjoy doing every day is learning a new skill. And in the cybersecurity industry, you know, it, it is so rapidly evolving today that you have to be able to, to pick up those pieces and put them together and figure out how to stay one step ahead of the threat actors. So that's something I enjoy every day that I go to work. Yes, it, you know, it's very true. And that's something that we, we often overlook is that ability to, to learn quickly. And I think that is, uh, you know, unique to, to uh, you know, where, where you've come from that you're, you're in a role for a short period of time and then you're learning again. You know, I always say that if, if you do choose to come into the cybersecurity industry, you know, you, you've, choose, you've chosen a, a, an area that, that, you know, mandates that it's gonna be lifelong learning. Uh, it, you know, cybersecurity today is, is not the same at all as it was 10 years ago and it won't be 10 years down the road. So having that innate uh, lifelong learning as part of your fabric, I think is, is key. Uh, so, you know, going back to, to VETSEC again, can you give us a bit of an overview of uh, the resources that are available uh, through your organization and maybe other other resources in general that are, are available to, to people that are looking at transitioning? Absolutely. Um, for VETSEC and how, how we run, community is the biggest resource that we have. You know, nowhere else, in my opinion, will you find a group of nearly 7,000 people who have walked in your shoes, have similar experiences from the military, understand the transition struggle, and really above all are willing to help. It was such a bridge for me, leaving my my Navy commands behind and the people that are on active duty, you know, they're they're still there for you, but once you walk out that door, it is different. And having the community as I move towards the, the civilian sector is a big resource that's provided. The other things, uh, like I discussed previously, you know, the community we can dive into a little bit deeper. We provide things like resume help and interview tips and tricks and assistance. And really in any of the channels, uh, you can't ask a question without getting an answer back within five to 10 minutes on, on any of those topics. Um, but the, the other big piece is we really work hard to kind of filter out the noise of the training providers out there that for, you know, are, are working to um, some of them, unfortunately, are kind of monetizing the, the community with things like boot camps that are overpromising and underdelivering. And so for that reason, you know, we're, we're so thankful to be just a member of the larger Fortinet community with the Training Institute because the training is high quality and it provides a pathway for veterans to skill into a product line that has a very high market share um, across the globe, really. And... Um, along with the other training providers that we work with, places like the Sands Institute and, and others, you know, it's just a, a way that we can help kind of filter out that noise and provide a, a direction back to those veterans looking to transition. Yeah, I really appreciate you, uh, you know, talking about the, the Fortinet training. It is something that, uh, you know, here we've really taken a stand to break down every barrier that we possibly can to make training available to, to everyone, not just veterans, but anyone that needs it. Uh, and, you know, we've 
we've made a commitment uh, you know, to train a million people by 2026 in cybersecurity. And, and a lot of those folks are coming through organizations like, like yours. So really, really appreciate uh, you mentioning that. And I also appreciate you taking the time to participate as one of our advisory members on our uh, Veterans uh, Council as well. Yeah, we can't, uh, we can't do what we do without getting input for, from you guys. Uh, so really appreciate it. You know, I also want to talk about this idea of community being so important that you mentioned. Certainly, I've been in cybersecurity most of my career, and, and I do get the sense that within cybersecurity, there's a pretty tight community as well. Uh, and you know, I think that's for various reasons. You know, I think cybersecurity vendors, even though on one hand, cybersecurity uh, vendors are competitors, you know, there's, there's a tight-knit community there because at the end of the day, the real competitor is the bad guy. And so we do have this pretty tight knit community uh, within cyber. And you know, I think if you look at cyber, uh, particularly in certain countries, there's a lot of veterans in this industry. So I think you know, people would, would, uh, would be, uh, I think, quite pleased to see that transitioning into a role and coming into various companies in the cybersecurity industry. They're probably gonna find a lot of people that have walked in their shoes and, and be able to find that community feeling again, uh, you know, when, when uh, when they're in when they're in cyber. So, you know, Tom, I'd, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to share your insights today and, and your appreciate and appreciation for you uh, working with us. Uh, you know, for those of you that um, uh, that are joining us today, don't forget to check out the Fortinet Training Institute page. Uh, it's on Fortinet.com. You'll find the Training Institute there. There's all kinds of resources on training career development opportunities, links to our veterans program and so on. Uh, so check it out. Again, go to fortinet.com and look for the Training Institute. So thanks a lot, Tom, and thanks everyone for joining us.